Welcome to the Living Healthy Podcast, where you can improve your quality of life by making solid and informed decisions. I'm your host, Eddie Randall. Another fantastic show lined up tonight. A lot of interesting things to talk about, so let's begin. Tonight's podcast is meal planning for weight loss. In anything that we do, we have to have a plan if we wish for any type of desired outcome or any type of success. As an example, when you want to buy a home, you check your credit to make sure there isn't something that's on there that should not be there. You have to come up with a budget. You you determine the cost of what you're willing to pay. You come up with a suitable down payment. And you also find a lender that will give you the desired interest rate. Well, when it comes to eating, when you're trying to lose weight, it's no different. You have to lay down some rules and select particular foods. Uh, Calorie intake and food selection are the biggest factors that must be taken into account as you want to take in less calories. That being said, the calories that you take in, um, you want to make sure that you you take in food that will provide suitable nutrients as well as protein. Uh, this can be done in conjunction with exercise, but for tonight's podcast, I will focus uh, solely on meal planning. One thing that needs to be addressed is taste versus desired outcome. Now, a lot of food out there that is not necessarily good for us tastes great. There's a lot of phenomenal flavors and great tasting food that's out there, but again, it's not the healthiest for us. That being said, there are a lot of food that is good for us that tastes great as well. The thing is, we have to condition ourselves to eat healthier and to eat better, especially if you're trying to lose weight. Another thing to address are plate sizes. Plate sizes have steadily increased from the 1940s until today, but that doesn't mean you have to fill up your plate with food. In the 1940s, dinner plate sizes were an average of 8.5 inches. In the 1970s, they got bigger, going from 10 inches all the way up to what we have today, 12-inch dinner plates. The thing you can do, you can buy smaller dinner plates or just simply condition yourself to naturally take smaller portions and also to calorie count. If you start doing this before you know it, it will become second nature. Um, The thing uh, that's uh, vital to this in regard to selecting portion are also calories. Now the Food and Drug Administration recommends 2000 calories per day. Now this may vary depending on who you are. Uh, If you're trying to lose weight, You should check with your doctor before doing or making any drastic diet changes. Um, From the list of foods that I'm going to talk about tonight, you can mix and match them until you get the desired calorie count. My recommendation for losing weight is the following. For women, I would advise a daily intake of 1,000 to 1,200 calories. For men, a daily intake of 1,200 to 1,400 calories. Now, let's start with the most important meal of the day, and that is breakfast. Now, with breakfast, you can start off with some fruit if you desire, uh, cantaloupe, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, prunes, bananas, watermelons, and grapefruit. As far as the cantaloupe, 
cantaloupes have on average 275 calories per fruit. One cup of chopped cantaloupe has 100% of the daily recommended value of vitamin C. So that's uh, something to take into account whether you're deciding to just have a glass of orange juice um, on the run or if you just want to grab a, a cantaloupe uh, or uh, rather a, a cup of cantaloupe because you can get your dosage of vitamin C for the day. Um, you can also have strawberries. One cup of strawberries has 50 calories and I love strawberries. I love the taste and the, the smell of fresh strawberries. I try to get them as often as I can. Um, strawberries also contain a lot of fiber and vitamin C. And interestingly enough, a strawberry is not even a berry. Uh, it's not a fruit either. Uh, it's known as Fregaria ananasa. It's a member of the rose family, so it's actually a flower. The, uh, the brown pits on the strawberry are what are, are actually the fruit, and they are called akines. Uh, moving on uh, to uh, uh, the another berry, uh, blueberries. One cup of blueberries has about 90 calories, and that's a, a, the blueberries are a good source of fiber as well as antioxidants. Um, one cup of raspberry has about 70 calories. They have lots of water in them. Uh, they can keep you hydrated, and they also contain 41% of the daily recommend recommended amount of manganese. Manganese is uh, very important for metabolism. Uh, then you can have prunes if you desire. Um, one prune has about, excuse me, one cup of prunes has about 420 calories. They're full of fiber. They build bone and muscle. They're high in potassium, and they help to fight against constipation. Then you could have a banana if you desire. A banana, they have about 100 calories per banana. It's a good source of potassium. And one banana contains 33% of the recommended daily, daily value of vitamin B6, which is necessary for making red blood cells as well as making neurotransmitters. You could also have a bowl of watermelon cubes. Um, Let's see, a bowl of watermelon is around 90 calories. Two cups would make a bowl, so one cup is 45 calories. Um, watermelon has a high fiber content. It's mostly water, so it'll keep you hydrated, and it can also help you with bowel movements. You can also have grapefruit. Uh, one grapefruit has 100 calories, great source of vitamin A, as well as a, a fantastic source of vitamin C. The only warning I would have, though, is grapefruits inhibit an enzyme in the body that works to metabolize medications. So you may, may not want to eat grapefruit while you're on a medication, or you may want to speak to your doctor regarding this. And now moving on to what is perhaps the most popular breakfast food of all time, eggs. You can have them either hard-boiled, scrambled, or as an omelet. They're about 80 calories in a boiled egg and 400 calories in a four egg omelet or four eggs scrambled. Now eggs are very high in protein. They also contain choline, which is good for the brain. And one egg contains 22% of the recommended daily amount of selenium, which is vital for metabolism as well as thyroid function. You can also have whole wheat toast. Now, one slice of whole wheat toast has 110 calories. You can add 20 calories or so if you desire, if you use butter. Try to use butter that does not have RBST. 
and also regarding the whole wheat bread uh, try to find bread that is not made with enriched, enriched flour try to get the one that's made with whole wheat flour you can also have oatmeal now one small bowl of oatmeal has about 300 calories in it and oatmeal is very good it can lower the blood pressure and it can also help against constipation you could also have plain yogurt now plain yogurt uh, has about 70 calories a cup try to get the ones with probiotics and live cultures as they can help with the uh, the gut, they can help to fight against constipation. They can you know help to keep you regular. Uh, you can also have plain yogurt with ground flax seeds. Now, one spoonful of ground one spoonful of ground flax seeds has about 40 calories. Now, flax seeds are very good for you. They're full of omega-3 fatty acids that fight against LDL, which is the low-density lipoproteins, uh, bad cholesterol, and they also uh, fight to reduce blood pressure. You can also have the plain yogurt with wheat germ. Now, two spoonfuls of wheat germ have about 50 calories. Wheat germ is very high in fiber and has a lot of vitamin E in it. You could also have cottage cheese. Now, cottage cheese has 222 calories per cup, full of protein, full of calcium, as well as probiotics. Uh, you can, if you desire, you can add fruit to the cottage cheese, strawberries, raspberry, blueberries, etc. Uh, moving on, turkey bacon is next on the list. Uh, two slices of turkey bacon have between 90 to 100 calories. They are a very good source of protein and a very good and, and lean meat, as long as you get the lean turkey bacon. Uh, you can have uh, ground turkey, if you desire, with spinach. Um, ground turkey, one cup, has about 300 calories in it. That's eight ounces. Um, you can also um, put the spinach with it. You can saute it together, or you can wait until the ground turkey has completed cooking and then add the spinach then and um, they're very good uh, combination turkey has a, a lot of protein spinach has iron and it's also a great source of vitamin k then we have avocados half an avocado has 160 calories avocados are a very good source of vitamin c vitamin k as well as vitamin e Cantaloupes are next on the list. Uh, one cantaloupe has approximately 280 calories, full of vitamin C, folate, and is also an excellent source for beta carotene. Kiwis are a great fruit that you can have as well. They have 40 calories per fruit. Kiwis lower fat in the blood and they act as a blood thinner. Some people actually use them in place of a daily aspirin. They're high in antioxidants and they're also vitamin rich. Uh, kiwis contain salicylate and many fruits have them, but kiwis have a medium amount of this when compared to, um, to compared to fruits that like apples that have a greater content. But the reason why people select kiwi for the salicylate as a blood thinner is because of its medium range. They don't want to overdo it. So if you, you have a kiwi or a few kiwis a day, they take that in place of an aspirin. And I think that was pretty interesting uh, uh, when I was researching it that I found that out. I think that was pretty uh, very interesting fact. And um, you can also have plums. 
Uh, one plum is 35 calories per fruit. They're a good source of potassium, magnesium, as well as phosphorus. Now moving on to lunch. I'm against frozen foods like lean entrees due to the amount of salt and processing. If you want to have something like that once in a while, then there's not really an issue with it. But I, I just not really for buying a whole bunch of like lean entrees and having one every single day for lunch. It's just, again, only due to the salt and the processing. Once in a while, it's okay. I'm just not for it, you know, for every single, every single day at lunch. You can also, before lunch, have a glass of water or lemon water. It can help you to feel full. It can also help you with the uh, vitamin C and boosting immunity. Not really a fan of diet soda because diet soda has in a lot of stuff that's not really good for you. I'll go in that, into that in another podcast. I'm just mentioning that tonight that I'm not uh, against, uh, I, that I am against diet soda. You can also have two slices of organic cheese. One slice of white American cheese has approximately 70 calories. Try to stay away from the yellow cheese because the yellow cheese is they put a dye in it to give it that color. It's not really necessary or beneficial to the body, so I would avoid the uh, yellow cheese. Cheese in moderation is a good source of protein and calcium. You could also have organic whole wheat crackers. Now, depending on the brand, keep the calorie count between 100 to 150 calories. You don't want to overdo it. And in regard to uh, fruit, we also have apples that you could have uh, for lunch. Apples have about 100 calories. They're a great source of vitamin A and potassium. They're also a great source of pectin, which can help to aid in blood glucose regulation. Then for something to sink your teeth into, if you wanted to, you can have chicken breasts on whole wheat bread. Um, dark meat has the most fat, so stick to the chicken breast. Um, while the uh, whole wheat bread is 110 calories, the skinless chicken breast has about 300 calories. The uh, chicken is a great source of protein. As far as the whole wheat bread, I had mentioned it earlier, try to eat the bread that is not made with enriched uh, wheat flour. Uh, you can also have a tuna fish sandwich on whole wheat bread. Uh, one tuna fish sandwich on whole wheat is about 450 calories, a great source of protein as well as omega-3 fatty acids. If you want to, you could opt for a spinach salad. Now you can put grape tomatoes in there, red onions, olives, carrot slices, celery slices, garbanzo beans, as well as uh, cucumbers uh, slices. Now, on average, um, a, a bowl of a spinach salad was going to run about 200 calories, 200 to 240. Um, 120 of that would be from the use of extra virgin olive oil. Now, you can also put some salt and pepper in there and some croutons as desired to you know, give it a little flavor. And depending on the, the brand of croutons that you buy, uh, please check with the calories to keep them within moderation to not, as to not overdo it. For the spinach... It's a great source of vitamin K as well as iron. Tomatoes, they're known for their anti-inflammatory properties and research has linked them to decreasing the chances of getting heart disease and diabetes due to their lycopene content. Onions, they have fructans or fructooligosaccharides. They're prebiotics which help the beneficial bacteria in your stomach. And olives, 
They're a great source of iron as well as calcium. Carrots, great source of vitamin A, important for the eyes, brain health, and they also have anti-inflammatory properties. Now for the celery slices, uh, celery is great because it can help to lower cholesterol. Some studies have shown that celery can also improve cognitive function. And then you may also want to throw some garbanzo beans in there or chickpeas if you like. Uh, they're a good source of protein. One ounce of garbanzo beans contains 14% of the daily recommended 14% of the daily recommended amount of manganese. And as I was mentioning earlier, manganese is important to metabolism. The reason why it's important is because it helps to activate some of the enzymes that help our, our metabolism. And uh, cucumber, uh, they're very high in vitamin K, potassium, and 95% water. So a cucumber is, only, is, is actually 95% water, so it can help against constipation as well as dehydration. And for the dressing with the virgin olive oil, I would recommend, you know, drizzling some of that on the salad because it's high in antioxidants and it's great for joint health. I'm not really a fan of the uh, salad dressings in the store. I mean, you know, maybe once in a while in moderation, they're okay, but they're not particularly healthy and a lot of them have a lot of salt. So I would uh, stay away from those. Now, moving on to dinner. You could do the same thing as I had mentioned uh, prior to lunch by having a glass of water or lemon water to make yourself feel full so you don't have to take in as many calories. Then moving on to the meal, you could have salmon. Salmon is very nutritious. Six ounces, uh, six ounces of salmon, that serving size would fit into the palm of an adult hand. It's approximately 300 to 350 calories. It's a great source of protein, omega-3 fatty acids, as well as DHA. Now, the DHA, which is the ducosinoic acid, it's a type of omega-3 fatty acid. It's essential for eye health as well as brain health. You could also have turkey meatloaf. Now, six ounces of this would be the size of a hamburger and has about 240 calories. Uh, the chicken breast, you can have six ounces of that. It's um, the size of three smartphones on top of one another. And that six ounce portion would give you about 300 calories. Both the turkey and the chicken are great sources of protein. Now, you can also have beef. You can have beef stew or beef with rice and vegetables or beef with whole grain pasta. Try to get the beef without nitrates and nitrites. Uh, try to get one that's grass fed as well as organic. Now, six ounces of beef is about 430 calories. Uh, you can have the salmon, the turkey, chicken, and the beef with either brown rice, uh, brown rice and lentils, or whole grain pasta. Now, the brown rice, uh, a cup of brown rice is 220 calories. Half a cup of uncooked brown rice will give you one cup, one cup of cooked rice. Now, brown rice has vitamins B3, B6, magnesium, and the brown rice also helps to lower cholesterol. You can have the lentils and rice. Now, one cup of lentils is two and a half cups cooked and has 230 calories in it. Besides being an excellent source of protein, Lentils um, have one cup of lentils rather has 31% of the recommended daily amount of iron and 49% of the 
of the recommended daily amount of manganese. Now, moving on to the whole grain pasta. One cup of whole grain uh, pasta is about 180 calories. Just like brown rice, they're healthier for you than white rice or regular pasta. They have fewer calories and they're not processed and refined the way that white rice and, and pasta are. Now, as far as uh, vegetables for dinner, you can have the shiitake mushrooms, peas, carrots, green beans, lima beans, garbanzo beans or chickpeas or broccoli. Now, the uh, shiitake mushrooms, they have uh, about six calories per mushroom and they contain a component called aridadinine, which help to lower cholesterol. Now, the peas, they are about 118 calories per cup, very high in vitamin C, potassium, as well as zeaxanthin. And uh, the carrots, they have about 30 calories per, uh, per carrot. Um, I mentioned the uh, benefits earlier regarding that. And um, one cup of green beans is about 31 calories. They're a great source of niacin as well as calcium. Uh, one cup of lima beans is 110 calories per cup. And the lima beans are high in protein, fiber, as well as folate. Now the garbanzo beans, one cup of those are 270 calories. They're full of fiber. Uh, they help with bone health and they also help to regulate blood pressure. And the broccoli, uh, one cup of that has 31 calories. They're full of antioxidants and packed with nutrients. Uh, you could also have uh, a spinach salad for dinner, the uh, same salad that I had mentioned at lunch. As far as soups, uh, if you're a soup person and you know everybody loves a good soup, uh, in regard to weight loss, you could try the garbanzo bean soup uh, with onions, salt, pepper, etc. You know, season it to taste. Um, two cups is one bowl, and that would contain uh, 540 calories. Um, the uh, squash soup, if you prefer squash, um, you can season that as you desire the, with uh, onions and salt and so forth. Um, two cups is about 300 calories. Squash is very high in vitamin C and B6, uh, which is great for fighting against macular degeneration, and it's also a great source of antioxidants. Now, um, that pretty much covers the meal plan. And, you know, you really couldn't have a meal plan without snacks. Now, even though we're trying to lose weight here, you can still have snacks, but healthy snacks. Now, when it comes to these snacks, you can um, keep these snacks in a calorie range between 100 to 150 calories. These snacks would consist of uh, walnuts, almonds, peanuts, um, roasted, unsalted, preferred. Make sure they're all organic. You can get cucumber slices with vinegar and a splash of olive oil. You may want to put some pepper on there if you want. Uh, maybe even a little dash of salt. You can have pear slices with ricotta cheese, uh, baby carrots, sardines, uh, celery sticks, raisins, olives, cherries, avocado slices, and, um, you know, these are just some of the healthy snacks that you can have throughout the day. You won't put on, you know, a lot of weight. A lot of these things are, are nutritious. And these are good, healthy things that you can have. And regarding a meal plan, there wouldn't really be a meal plan without a cheat day. Now, some people do one cheat day, cheat day a week, which I think kind of defeats the purpose. 
you know, if you're following what you can to lose weight, to eat right, to exercise and to, you know, put yourself in a better position to live healthy, I would allow one cheat day um, per month, maybe even two max. And I'm not saying to just go crazy eating everything. I would just, you know, just treat yourself for being good. You know, just give yourself a little something. And um, as far as when to eat, you know, I would definitely try to go for breakfast. You know, make sure you have breakfast. Breakfast, people always say it's the important meal of the day, and it really is. And as far as eating, try not to eat past 6 p.m. And also avoid nighttime eating. Avoid mid midnight snacks. If you feel hungry, do the same thing as you would do before lunch and dinner. Have a glass of water or lemon water. You'd be surprised. You get you condition yourself to that, and then before you know it, as soon as that hunger strikes, you would just actually go up and grab something to drink. And what you could do is, you know, when you feel hungry, just drink some water, because really, that's really what your body's looking for, especially first thing in the morning when you get up, or you know, it's in the middle of the night, you feel like you want to eat something. Drink some water, and then you'll you'll feel better, and you won't have to take in any excess uh, calories. Well, that is going to wrap it up for tonight's show. I want to thank you very much for listening. And it's, as always, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Just to let you know, you can find me on Pinterest at uh, pinterest.com forward slash living healthy, living healthy forward slash. You can also find me on YouTube. Just search for the Living Healthy Podcast. And you can also find me on Instagram and on Twitter. And remember, living healthy creates a better you.